Welcome to the Power Prayer Podcast. I am your host, Sherry T, and this is the best day of your life because God is in control. Our affirmation is we are excited, blessed, grateful, and most of all, we are believers for life. We hope these moments of prayer and Bible reading will empower you to have faith in God's word, believe in John 3.16, be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit, and inspire you to pray for your family, friends, and community. Let us pray. I will bless the Lord at all times, so praises continually come from my mouth. Father, we thank you for this day, for this is the day that you have given us. You touched our hearts, you restored our soul, renewed our mind, and commanded us to continue in the path of righteousness. Father, we give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. As we declare your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. With a grateful heart, we give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Keep us in the shadow of your presence as we declare and decree you reign forever. Father, we will bless your name because you sit on the throne. And we say hallelujah. Holy, holy is the Lamb of God who was worthy to be slain. Be blessing, be power and honor to his name. Father, we thank you. We ask that the meditation of our hearts and the words of our mouth be acceptable in your sight as you continue to touch and transform our hearts as we walk this day out knowing that all is well within our soul. Teach us your ways as we study your word. May the spirit of wisdom and revelation and counsel and might guide us into all truth and show us those things which shall come to pass. Father, we stand before you, fully clothed in your righteousness, standing for truth and walking in peace, sharing our faith and believing in our salvation. Father, we will speak the word of God because it is in us, and we have overcome the evil one by our testimony in the blood of the Lamb. So, Father, we thank you again for today. As we listen to the word, speak to our hearts transform us in a marvelous way. We give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture reading is Second Chronicles. Chapter 13. In the 18th year of the reign of Jeroboam, Abijah became king of Judah, and he reigned in Jerusalem three years. His mother's name was Maacah, a daughter of Uriel of Gibeah. There was war between Abijah and Jeroboam. Abijah went into battle with an army of 400,000 able fighting men, and Jeroboam drew up a battle line against him with 800,000 able troops. Abijah stood on Mount Zemaraim in the hill country of Ephraim and said, Jeroboam and all Israel, listen to me. Don't you know that the Lord, the God of Israel, has given the kingship of Israel to David and his descendants forever by a covenant of salt? Yet Jeroboam, son of Nebat, an official of Solomon, son of David, rebelled against his master. Some worthless scoundrels gathered around him and opposed Rehoboam, son of Solomon, when he was young and indecisive and not strong enough to resist them. And now you plan to resist the kingdom of the Lord, which is in the hands of David's descendants. You are indeed a vast army and have with you the golden calves that Jeroboam made to be your gods. But didn't you drive out the priests of the Lord 
the sons of Aaron and the Levites and make priests of your own as the peoples of other lands do? Whoever comes to consecrate himself with a young bull and seven rams may become a priest of what are not gods. As for us, the Lord is our God, and we have not forsaken him. The priests who serve the Lord are sons of Aaron, and the Levites assist them. Every morning and evening they present burnt offerings and fragrant incense to the Lord. They set out the bread on the ceremonially clean table and light the lamps on the gold lampstand every evening. We are observing the requirements of the Lord our God, but you have forsaken him. God is with us. He is our leader. His priests with their trumpets will sound the battle cry against you. People of Israel, do not fight against the Lord, the God of your ancestors, for you will not succeed. Now Jeroboam had sent troops around to the rear, so that while he was in front of Judah, the ambush was behind them. Judah turned and saw that they were being attacked at both front and rear. Then they cried out to the Lord. The priests blew their trumpets, and the men of Judah raised the battle cry. At the sound of their battle cry, God routed Jeroboam and all Israel before Abijah and Judah. The Israelites fled before Judah, and God delivered them into their hands. Abijah and his troops inflicted heavy losses on them, so that there were 500,000 casualties among Israel's able men. The Israelites were subdued on that occasion, and the people of Judah were victorious because they relied on the Lord, the God of their ancestors. Abijah pursued Jeroboam and took from him the towns of Bethel, Jeshunah, and Ephron with their surrounding villages. Jeroboam did not regain power during the time of Abijah, and the Lord struck him down and he died. But Abijah grew in strength. He married 14 wives and had 22 sons and 16 daughters. The other events of Abijah's reign, what he did and what he said, are written in the annotations of the prophet Iddo. Chapter 14 And Abijah rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David. Asa his son succeeded him as king, and in his days the country was at peace for ten years. Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. He removed the foreign altars and the high places, smashed the sacred stones, and cut down the Asherah poles. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and to obey his laws and commands. He removed the high places and incense altars in every town in Judah, and the kingdom was at peace under him. He built up the fortified cities of Judah, since the land was at peace. No one was at war with him during those years, for the Lord gave him rest. Let us build up these towns, he said to Judah, and put walls around them, with towers, gates and bars. The land is still ours, because we have sought the Lord our God. We sought him, and he has given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. Asa had an army of 300,000 men from Judah, equipped with large shields and with spears, and 280,000 from Benjamin, armed with small shields and with bows. All these were brave fighting men. Zerah the Cushite marched out against them with an army of thousands upon thousands and three hundred chariots, and came as far as Marisha. Asa went out to meet him, and they took up battle positions in the valley of Zephatha near Marisha. Then Asa called to the Lord his God and said, Lord, there is no one like you to help the powerless against the mighty. Help us, Lord our God, for we rely on you, and in your name we have come against this vast army. 
Lord, you are our God. Do not let mere mortals prevail against you. The Lord struck down the Cushites before Asa and Judah. The Cushites fled, and Asa and his army pursued them as far as Gerar. Such a great number of Cushites fell that they could not recover. They were crushed before the Lord and his forces. The men of Judah carried off a large amount of plunder. They destroyed all the villages around Gerar, for the terror of the Lord had fallen on them. They looted all these villages, since there was much plunder there. They also attacked the camps of the herders and carried off droves of sheep and goats and camels. Then they returned to Jerusalem. Chapter 15 The Spirit of God came on Azariah son of Odid. He went out to meet Asa and said to him, Listen to me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time, Israel was without the true God, without a priest to teach, and without the law. But in their distress they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him and he was found by them. In those days it was not safe to travel about, for all the inhabitants of the lands were in great turmoil. One nation was being crushed by another, and one city by another, because God was troubling them with every kind of distress. But as for you, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. When Asa heard these words and the prophecy of Azariah son of Odid the prophet, he took courage. He removed the detestable idols from the whole land of Judah and Benjamin, and from the towns he had captured in the hills of Ephraim. He repaired the altar of the Lord that was in front of the portico of the Lord's temple. Then he assembled all Judah and Benjamin, and the people from Ephraim, Manasseh, and Simeon who had settled among them, for large numbers had come over to him from Israel when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. They assembled at Jerusalem in the third month of the fifteenth year of Asa's reign. At that time, they sacrificed to the Lord seven hundred head of cattle and seven thousand sheep and goats from the plunder they had brought back. They entered into a covenant to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors, with all their heart and soul. All who would not seek the Lord, the God of Israel, were to be put to death, whether small or great, man or woman. They took an oath to the Lord with loud acclamation, with shouting, and with trumpets and horns. All Judah rejoiced about the oath because they had sworn it wholeheartedly. They sought God eagerly, and he was found by them. So the Lord gave them rest on every side. King Asa also deposed his grandmother Maacah from her position as queen mother, because she had made a repulsive image for the worship of Asherah. Asa cut it down, broke it up, and burned it in the Kidron Valley. Although he did not remove the high places from Israel, Asa's heart was fully committed to the Lord all his life. He brought into the temple of God the silver and gold and the articles that he and his father had dedicated. There was no more war until the 35th year of Asa's reign. Chapter 16 In the 36th year of Asa's reign, Baasha, king of Israel, went up against Judah and fortified Ramah to prevent anyone from leaving or entering the territory of Asa, king of Judah. Asa then took the silver and gold out of the treasuries of the Lord's temple and of his own palace, and sent it to Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, who was ruling in Damascus. Let there be a treaty between me and you, he said, as there was between my father and your father. See, I am sending you silver and gold. 
Now break your treaty with Baasha, king of Israel, so he will withdraw from me. Then Hadad agreed with King Asa and sent the commanders of his forces against the towns of Israel. They conquered Ijen, Dan, Abelmaim, and all the store cities of Naphtali. When Baasha heard this, he stopped building Ramah and abandoned his work. Then King Asa brought all the men of Judah, and they carried away from Ramah the stones and timber Baasha had been using. With them he built up Geba and Mizpah. At that time, Hanani the seer came to Asa king of Judah and said to him, Because you relied on the king of Aram and not on the Lord your God, the army of the king of Aram has escaped from your hand. Were not the Cushites and Libyans a mighty army with great numbers of chariots and horsemen? Yet when you relied on the Lord, he delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. You have done a foolish thing, and from now on you will be at war. Asa was angry with the seer because of this. He was so enraged that he put him in prison. At the same time, Asa brutally oppressed some of the people. The events of Asa's reign, from beginning to end, are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. In the thirty-ninth year of his reign, Asa was afflicted with a disease in his feet. Though his disease was severe, even in his illness he did not seek help from the Lord, but only from the physicians. Then, in the forty-first year of his reign, Asa died and rested with his ancestors. They buried him in the tomb that he had cut out for himself in the city of David. They laid him on a bier covered with spices and various blended perfumes, and they made a huge fire in his honor. Chapter 17 Jehoshaphat his son succeeded him as king and strengthened himself against Israel. He stationed troops in all the fortified cities of Judah and put garrisons in Judah and in the towns of Ephraim that his father Asa had captured. The Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he followed the ways of his father David before him. He did not consult the Baals, but sought the God of his father and followed his commands rather than the practices of Israel. The Lord established the kingdom under his control, and all Judah brought gifts to Jehoshaphat so that he had great wealth and honor. His heart was devoted to the ways of the Lord. Furthermore, he removed the high places and the Asherah poles from Judah. In the third year of his reign, he sent his officials, ben Hale, Obadiah, Zechariah, Nathanel, and Micaiah, to teach in the towns of Judah. With them were certain Levites, Shemaiah, Nathaniah, Zebediah, Azahel, Shemiramoth, Jehonathan, Adonijah, Tobijah, and Tob Adonijah, and the priests Elishema and Jehoram. They taught throughout Judah, taking with them the book of the law of the Lord. They went around to all the towns of Judah and taught the people. The fear of the Lord fell on all the kingdoms of the land surrounding Judah, so that they did not go to war against Jehoshaphat. Some Philistines brought Jehoshaphat gifts and silver as tribute, and the Arabs brought him flocks, 7,700 rams and 7,700 goats. Jehoshaphat became more and more powerful. He built forts and store cities in Judah, and had large supplies in the towns of Judah. He also kept experienced fighting men in Jerusalem. Their enrollment by families was as follows. From Judah, commanders of units of 1,000, Adna the commander with 300,000 fighting men. Next, Jehohanan the commander with 280,000. Next, Amasiah son of Zikri, who volunteered himself for the service of the Lord with 200,000. From Benjamin, Eliada, a valiant soldier with 200,000 men armed with bows and shields. Next, Jehozabad, 
with 180,000 men armed for battle. These were the men who served the king besides those he stationed in the fortified cities throughout Judah. This concludes our scripture reading for today. May God bless the reading and the hearing of his word. Let me close our scripture reading with a prayer. Father, we thank you because your word is settled in heaven and in earth. There is none like you. We thank you for our salvation. We thank you for our healing. We thank you for our protection. We thank you for our provision. We thank you for all that you have done, will do, and will continue to do in our lives. Not only in our lives, but in the lives of our children's children. Those who are yet to be born, but when they're born, they will praise you. Father, I thank you. Because each and every one of us are fearfully and wonderfully made. Father, I thank you. I bless your name. How great is your love toward us. We shall give thanks to our King, our Savior, our Ruler, our Father. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our feet. steps are ordered of you. Thank you. For in you we live and move and have our being. Thank you that you are our refuge and our fortress, our God in whom we shall trust. Thank you that you put our sins as far east as it is west and we have been forgiven. Continue to create in us a clean heart and let us drink from the living water and eat from the bread of life. Father, as we go through the rest of our day, may your divine presence Speak to us as we fellowship with you in the cool of the day. Blessed are you, O Lord, creator of the universe and fruit of the vine. In the most precious and the most powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and risen Savior. Amen. Whoa.
If you just bow down.
Our God is faithful. The redeeming power of Jesus is working in our favor. Some trust in the created things, but we trust only in our Creator. The redeeming power of Jesus still works. We have been forgiven of all our sins, healed of all our diseases, surrounded by grace and mercy. The redeeming power of Jesus still works. If we follow the instructions written in his word, then we will experience real peace because the redeeming power of Jesus still works. Jesus paid our debt in full, completed his work and said, it is finished. He ascended into heaven, then sent the Holy Spirit to live in our hearts. Thank God for the redeeming power of Jesus still works. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Power Prayer Podcast. It's been a stone blast. My prayer for you is that you have experienced the transforming power of God's word, peace, love, and his unspeakable joy today. We believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the infallible Word of God, the birth, death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, as well as the indwelling of the Holy Spirit through the born-again experience. This is what I know for sure. It is our guarantee. We will pray, believe, and love you as we love God with all our heart, mind, and soul. Secondly, we will love our community as we love ourselves. Remember, visit our website, livingbiblehub.com. We have some great things over there. And be sure to subscribe, like, and follow. Sign up for our monthly newsletter and our weekly prayer call. I love to hear from you. Remember, in God, there is no failure. He will do what he said he would do. So if you have never trusted and believed in the son of Jesus, do it today. Eternal life was given for you.